Well, hello, America. This is The Daily Answer once again, and your host, Mark Dunnigan. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Sometimes you will talk to someone who lives in an area, and you will find that they have seen very little of what is around them. It's easy to get busy, and where you just never explore much of your environment. There's a number of people, I think, that can just fall into that trap. You get married, you're working at a job, you're raising your kids, helping them with homework, getting them all ready for school the next day, all the different extracurricular activities. You're busy in your work, you're busy on your in your house, etc. And you live in this area where there's all sorts of sights to see within easy driving distance around you. You've just never been there. And I'll run into people like that. And I think when I was out in Oregon, probably most of the people in Oregon have never seen two-thirds of the state. And not only that, they probably have never seen much of the Oregon coast. People from Portland and Salem head over to Cannon Beach or Seaside, Lincoln City, Newport, maybe as south as Florence. But I would guess that probably most Oregonians have never been either south of Newport or Florence, Oregon and seen an incredible stretch of 101 that goes down to the California border. Number of people in Oregon that have never been to Crater Lake, which is the only national park there. And then there's a good deal of Oregon, whether the Wallala Mountains, the Blue Mountains, the Steens, etc. A lot of the Great Basin, just never seen that. And there are people in Florida, in the Tampa area that Even though Sarasota is about an hour or so south, never been to Sarasota. Life can get busy. Not only that, but when you live in an area, it's very tempting to say, yeah, that thing is in our area, but we can always see that later. And you never see it. And I will talk to people that lived in an area for a while, and I said, you know, that's kind of what they thought. Well, we could always see that this summer. We could always see that this fall. We could always see that next year. And then then job change and they moved out of the area and they really never explored a lot of what was around them. And life in general can be like that. You can live on this planet, go through some 80 plus years of living and never venture out much. The same is true though on a relational level. I've seen people be part of a local congregation for years And at the same time, leave many of the relationships with their brethren completely unexplored. Hey, how about this year? Take out the local church directory and ask yourself, when was the last time we had those people over? How much do we really know about them? Are you missing some great relationships? Are you missing some great friendships? At the very least, meet them somewhere for dinner or lunch. You can do that. You might equally do the same thing with some of the Christians that are in your area, maybe not in the congregation where you attend, but in the nearby groups. At different meetings in the area, you will see them, right? You know who they are. But do you really know that much about them? Hey, this year. And I love when people say, have this goal of, well, we're going to have everybody over this year. 
We're going to practice hospitality. We're going to get to know our brethren this year. And we're going to we're going to mine and explore some of these relationships. There really might be some gold here. We might find that we've been missing some best friends. I know we live in a world where a lot of people complain about being lonely, don't have any friends. But a lot of that can be on the person complaining. Well, how hard are you working at being a friend? And I know maybe you might sound like what's kind of overwhelming. Well, what's keeping you from doing that? You might say, our house is kind of a mess. Okay, all right. Well, let's clean it up, right? Uh, which room should we work on this week? Your house doesn't have to be a mess. Or I'm not a very good cook. Okay. Well, let's work on that. You know, there's things at Costco you can bring in and people don't mind pitching in on a dinner, you know, like, hey, everyone kind of brings something. There are times in Oregon that we would have nothing more than a fast food potluck. Everyone just drop by your favorite fast food place and come over to the house and we'll sit around and talk. You could do that. I mean, there's always something you can do. Be careful about hiding behind an excuse. And then there is the marriage relationship. When you marry, you are marrying another spirit. Yeah, you're marrying a man or woman created in God's image. Genesis 1, 26-28. And such a person can have profound depth. In a sense, if they're a faithful Christian, they should, they should be an inexhaustible fountain filled with a continual stream of ideas and thoughts and insights. Proverbs 18, verse 4. The words of a person's mouth are deep waters. The fountain of wisdom is a bubbling brook. And one writer said the imagery of a bubbling brook suggests that a, that a wise man, okay, a wise man, is a continuous or should be a continuous source of refreshing and beneficial ideas. Are you like that? Are you such a mate? Always learning, growing, seeking to improve yourself. You are every day in constant communication with God. And what I mean by that is you are listening to God as you study your Bible because God has spoken and his revelation is in this book. And that's Hebrews 1, 1 and 2. Okay, God has spoken in times past in the prophets. And in these last days, he's spoken us through his son. And then Jesus told the apostles that that information would be delivered to them via the Holy Spirit. And they would be guided into all truth. John 16, 13. And Paul talks that he, he recorded that. He wrote that down. Ephesians chapter 3, 3 through 5. Thus, all scripture is God-breathed, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. And then, prayer. You're talking to God in prayer every day. Are you a deep well of refreshment? Or are you just kind of like a superficial little mud puddle? When you're dating, be looking for the person who is like that. Be looking for the person that you could say, you know, I could probably talk to this person for the next 60 years of my life. And how about being that yourself? Are you that? 
every Christian should be an interesting person. Really no excuse for just being dull. Really no excuse for just being somebody who doesn't talk at all. You know, what is sad about the divorces out there that are not for scriptural cause? And scriptural cause is where your mate cheats on you. You don't have to put them away, but you're given the right to. That's Matthew 19, 9. Is that such people are really missing out. That's the reason why I think that many people who divorce, not for scriptural reasons, really regret that choice. Now, they may marry a couple of times after that, but I think they always look back upon that first relationship with regret. But that's the one that should have worked. That's where, that's where they still wish they were. Because they left so much unexplored. There was so much unexplored territory there in that relationship. And that relationship could have been so much more. And in the end, they lost out. Don't leave territory unexplored. Get out, see what's around you, see the sights. Get, you know, turn off the TV, turn off the video games, you know. Use your cell phone for your GPS, but other than that, go and see the sights. And not only that, but there are some amazing people in the church you attend. You might really be missing some fantastic relationships, learning experiences, and people that can encourage you or you can encourage them and they can mentor you. And then in your marriage, don't leave your marriage unexplored. And don't leave yourself unexplored. There is so much that you can learn and so much you can grow and develop. Become the best version of yourself possible. Become the best conversationalist that you can be. Because it's the people that can talk that have something to say. And you can say it in an articulate manner. They're the people that have the influence. And they're typically all the, also the people that really have a great life. Mark Dunnigan for The Daily Answer. Until next time, see you in the funny papers.